Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I've got several things to hang a sermon on, and I'm not sure how to do it real smoothly, but I'll probably work them in somehow. That last verse, I prefer the older, I'm more familiar with the older one. Uh, dearest Jesus, holy child, make the events often defiled within my heart that it may be a quiet chamber kept for thee. And so we talk about faithful acceptance, the title of the sermon. We talk about Simeon and Anna accepting the will of God. Mary and Joseph accepting the will of God, as we've just heard in the Christmas story. Mary going, how am I supposed to have a baby? Joseph saying, what am I supposed to be doing? And God saying, this is what you do. And they did it. They obeyed. They followed. And Simeon and Anna, faithful in their worship of God, in their willingness to wait for God to carry out his promise. Faithful acceptance. Ah, dearest Jesus, holy child, make the events soft and defiled within my heart that it may be a quiet chamber day. Okay. Was that true for you this past year? Because we're headed for New Year's, right? I mean, it's a time to sort of look back and thank God for what he's done in our lives and to look forward with anticipation. Do we look forward with anticipation? or fear, or worry, or concern, trepidation. If we follow these people in the Gospel reading, we can look forward with trust in God's care, in God's guidance, God walking with them, with us, because we have allowed Him to come and live in us. Dear Jesus. We have received gifts, haven't we? Now, some of the stuff may have been taken back or is going to be taken back. Some of the stuff may be just unsuitable. Commercial on TV, right? So, do you give a pair of underwear to? The mail carrier? Maybe not. All right. Got another example? Yes, no. Suitable? Yes, no. Okay. How about your gifts? I had somebody here a few minutes ago. What did you get for Christmas? And she, as an adult, said, mm, she had to stop and think. Maybe she didn't want to tell me everything, but she did appreciate what her husband gave her, so that's good. Isn't it? You're not too sure. <laughs> How about the best gift of all? The one we celebrated a few days ago. The gift of Jesus Christ. Because if a gift is going to be truly significant, it is something that makes a difference in our lives. And if Jesus is going to be that truly significant gift, the best gift of all, 
which is what we celebrate at Christmas time, he better be making a difference in our lives. Has he? Has he made a difference in your life for the past year? Has he led you, guided you? An example of that is in my own family. My son-in-law is a Lutheran preacher back in Columbus, Ohio, which is the hotbed of Lutheranism. Right? Has now decided to come to the Northwest, which is not the hotbed of Lutheranism. He's taking a call to St. John Lutheran Church in Vancouver. Which is great for me because now my grandchildren are right next door to me. Instead of being 2,500 miles away. But it's a challenge for him and for my daughter and for the grandkids. But they're following God's leading. We'll see what happens. I hear St. John's is a nice church. We'll see. It's filled up with people like you, so why wouldn't it be nice? Have you followed God's leading this past year? Because Jesus, of course, has come into your heart and made his bed, his home in you. As he comforted you. As he brought healing. As he brought acceptance of conditions that are not going to go away. As he provided strength and encouragement. Through his word. Through his people. What is he going to do this next year? Well, nothing if we keep rejecting him. If we say, man, it's all optional. I don't care what he wants me to do. If we take all this sort of ho-hum, half-heartedly, if we say, this is all optional, makes me feel good, and I want to make sure God's on my side when I really need him. But other than that, really doesn't matter whether I'm in worship or not. Really doesn't matter whether I'm studying his word or not. Really doesn't matter whether I'm interacting with his people or not. It really doesn't matter if I'm supporting his kingdom or not. If I feel like it, I do it. If I don't feel like it, I don't do it. gift is truly significant. It makes a difference. <laughs> if I gave you a piece of paper and a pencil and you were to write down in two or three sentences the difference that Jesus has made in your life in this past year, what would you say? If someone says, why are you a Christian? What do you say? Well, talk about how Jesus makes a difference in your life has made a difference in your life this past year or the past five years or ten years. Ah, dearest Jesus, holy child, make the events often defiled within my heart that it may be a quiet chamber kept for thee. Listening to God, 
studying his word, lead, following his leading. You don't have to be like Anna, being in church all the time. We don't even have to be like Simeon, going to church all the time. But we better be walking with the Lord all the time, listening to Him, talking with Him, following Him, letting Him come into our lives in each situation. Not easy. Lots of temptations to lead us away. God's got lots of bigger problems to deal with. Our world's falling apart. God's got lots of things to do. Now look at it. He's been at it thousands of years and he still hasn't accomplished world peace. So he doesn't need to be bothered about me. I don't need to be talking to him. Unless I'm really up against it. So why pay attention? Why talk with him? Why pray all that often? Because we need to. If our faith is going to stay strong, if we are going to be obedient to him, if we are going to be useful in his kingdom, we need to be listening to him. There's another passage that sometimes is assigned to the Sunday. You don't have to look in your Bibles at this point, but I'll just read parts of it to you. Middle of Colossians. St. Paul's letter to the Colossians. Chapter 3, in the middle of the chapter. Verse 12, the following. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassion, kindness, lowliness, meekness, and parent forbearing one another, forgiving each other, put on love, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, and be thankful, and worship, and teach, and admonish one another. And finally, whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Now, you know what's going to happen in the new year? You don't have a clue. Isn't it great? We're going to be reading and listening to people who say, in the new year, 2015, this is going to happen. Here are the trends. This is what's going to happen. And we sit there and say, yeah, maybe, but maybe not. And you people who assume to be so wise and knowledgeable realize you may not live to see the end of the year. The word of God and nothing else is very realistic. <coughs> James says it, and he repeats what's in the book of Isaiah, I think it is. That's, yeah, he probably We just came across it actually. You know, it says, man is like the grass and the flowers. Here one day, gone tomorrow. And James says, you can make all the plans you want to. 
but you have no guarantee if you're going to follow through. We're going to be there tomorrow. We're going to be there next week. He said, no, if it's God's will, if it's God's will. Now we're back to walking with the Lord. Now we're back to trusting Him and being faithful and listening carefully. Ah, dearest Jesus, holy child, make the events of the devils in my heart. My heart. Listening to God. Walking with the Lord. Not going around your eyes, closing your hands, hold it okay? <coughs> the people driving down the street with us get a little apprehensive at that point, okay? So, but it's the attitude. The attitude. Do I want to be faithful to God? Do I want to stay in love with Him? Do I want to serve Him? Like Simeon. <coughs> I'm a servant, he says. Servant of the Lord. Here to serve God. To do God's will. Do I gotta? No. But do I want to? Do I truly want to walk with the Lord? Do I want to experience His presence? Do I want to know that He lifts me up and carries me? Do I want to know that His strength and His help, and His love, and His forgiveness, and His power are for me, day by day. Because it's tough out there, isn't it? We get to the point of thanking God for small blessings sometimes. Way in. It is enough for us to be able to get up and walk. Years ago, when I was much, much, much younger, we're talking high school, okay? I know it's a previous century, okay? All right, all right, I got it. 